funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv riffing, callers and sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest people I know. Hello, world. Welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast and radio show. I'm George Kaloris, and with me today are my very funny co-hosts, Alexandria Sweat. How you doing, Alex? I'm doing all right. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Thank you for asking. Y'all kind of never do. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Abigail Williams. How's it going, Abigail? Going pretty okay, George. How are you? Tell me more. <laughs> okay, I guess for full disclosure, I've been day drinking, so I'm a little tipsy, but this is irresponsible. Aren't there working laws about this? <laughs> you know, it all starts with a little lunch pour and then you have another, then you have another, then you have another, then it's six o'clock. Cheers. Can I be honest with you, America? It is seven fifty three PM right now. And this is talking about lunch drinking. And so here's my drink. Cheers to that. <laughs> Clink. And also we've got TJ Jackson. What's up, TJ? I'm doing all right, George. I honestly have been less stressed before, so I will say that. Watching the election results as we record at this moment. Well, I'm not one to criticize people's hairstyles on Zoom calls that are not being visually recorded, but every yeah. one of TJ's hairs is standing on end. <laughs> Should have worn a hat. <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard, but I guess there was an election this week. What election? For what? Some, like, class president. I'm not quite sure. I wasn't paying attention. I think we're voting for our favorite old guy this week. I think we're voting for our least favorite best option old guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, one of those. As of the time we're recording this, we do not know who the new president is going to be. But it is possible that by the time this episode comes out, we might know. So we're kind of currently in that limbo phase. We have deadlines, America. Okay. We have times to turn this over to our editor. We can't just be hopping on here on Sunday. And <laughs> it doesn't work like that. I was watching it last night and there was all these dates in the process. Some percentage number of votes counted so far. And then you look at Nevada and it's 0% reported. And <laughs> we're all like, What's happening in Nevada? They're busy. They're busy people. Yeah. Doing what? Nothing's happening in Vegas. Everything's closed. They have all the time right now. I've seen several people on my timeline taking trips to Vegas within the last couple of weeks. Like George said, they're busy. <laughs> so they're still saying zero percentage for ballots counted? Well, that was Nevada for a little bit last night finally kicked it into gear when they were like, oh, we need these results soon, so if you could <laughs> please start now. I, <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there. I'm about to go over there myself. This yeah. whole process is ridiculous. It really is. There's no other circumstance in this country in which people vote, and then we actively watch the counting of votes as if it's a sporting event. Mm -hmm. It's so bizarre. Imagine the Oscars, and you're like, okay, it looks like Meryl Streep's in the lead. All right, now, Kate Blanchett, she, she's she's up. We, we're still waiting on the California votes. The youth votes might go for Jennifer Lawrence. 
Jessica Chastain just sued. <laughs> when you first start watching it, they start projecting all of these things, and you're like, oh, my gosh, so-and-so's taking this state. And then it's 2% of votes reported. And I'm like, what is happening that we are making projections off of 2%? And then people are like, I was shocked when it started turning at 75%. And I'm like, weren't you? Perhaps that is what's wrong with America. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Why not have a system where we vote – then they count the vote, and then later that week on Friday, bring Ryan Seacrest onto CNN. Oh, okay. Go, the winner is, and then announce the president and all the winners, and then show us the maps and how the vote came in when you're done counting. The process of counting is not interesting or a sporting event at all. Uh, that's not true according to Twitter. If you get on Twitter, it is a shit show. There are guns blazing. Exactly. And that's why I kind of agree with George. They might as well make it this event because General Hospital presidential election 2020. That's what this is. Everything is a soap opera. They are milking this whole process. There'll be 2% of ballots being reported. And they're already like, we're projecting this. And then you're looking and it's going back and forth. Around 11.30 last night, I had to cut it off. I was going back and forth, and the numbers, it looks like Biden's electoral numbers are higher, but he doesn't have as many states, and Trump actually has more states right now, but what is going on? I can't watch this. What is happening? I felt like I was watching This Is Us, so I had to let it go. (laughs) It's more crying, though, right? (laughs) This is what happens when you take away the people's rights to go to sporting events live. Since we can't go to football, everybody's like, this is my new thing. I'm going to sit here and stare at these numbers all night. I've got people with flags, wearing them as capes, running around the street. I'm like, what is this, Georgia football? What's happening? It's insane. I don't see why there can't be a period of time. And I'm sure at one point there was. Before there was a CNN, I'm sure people voted. And then a day or two later, or 10 days later, or a month later, the newspaper would announce who won. It doesn't have to be just an active count of the watch. Let me ask you something, TJ. Yes, Abigail. Let's say that Biden wins the electoral votes, but Trump wins popular vote. Are you going to recant your statement about the electoral college? Are you going to be proud of it again, or what? No, because that would never happen. Trump would never receive the popular vote. For shits and giggles, but say, yeah, he does. I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> I think I would have to. Yeah. I think the Electoral College is foolish and stupid and needs to go away. And, yeah, if that's the way the popular vote went, at least then I could be confident that the majority of people I live with are idiots. Now it's like, no, the majority of people in 2016 did not vote this way. It was just... 70,000 individuals who lived in certain neighborhoods? I don't know. I can't remember the last time a Republican won the popular vote. I'd have to. You were very young. Yeah, possibly. (laughs) I've been thinking about Leslie Nope a lot in the last couple of days. I know she's not a real person, but I've never known a bigger Joe Biden fan. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. Did you remember when she tried to kiss him? Yeah. I'm just imagining what Leslie Nope's life must be like right now. She'd be on the edge of her seat. She'd be so disappointed Pawnee went for Trump. 
Yeah. <laughs> she would have been insufferable and wonderful. Leslie, I could totally see her hosting her watch party. Anne is there. The whole crew's there. Everybody's celebrating. Everybody from Pawnee, from the office, is waiting for the results. And Leslie is on the edge of her seat. Somebody's having to fan her down. <laughs> it's a mess. Yeah, Leslie No keeps fainting. And Anne, her nurse friend, keeps trying to revive her and bring her back to the party. I don't even think Pawnee would vote for Trump. Pawnee would vote for Kanye. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Kanye, that's a great topic. Oh, yeah. I heard Kanye got 60,000 votes. Too many people voting for someone that two years ago was saying he made Taylor Swift famous and he could see her. I don't know. Kanye always stresses me out. Not in 2020. I don't need his energy. <laughs> It's impressive that there's 60,000 people who got up to the polling place. Yeah, 60,000. I think it's like 60 across the country. Is it really? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm reading right now. That sounds like a lot, but that's not even how many people would go to a Kanye concert in a big city. Yeah, it's a blip on the radar, but imagine getting up and standing in line for all of that time just Mm -hmm. to write in Kanye. People didn't even write him in. He was an option on some of the ballots. He was... No way. Yeah. He was an option in Kentucky. We're all speechless here. (laughs) (laughs) I actually saw someone on my timeline engage this question. Someone, please tell me why you voted for Kanye. Someone responded, I couldn't bring myself to vote for the other two buffoons. And I was like, I'm tired of this two-party system myself. But Kanye, Kanye, y'all... (laughs) <laughs> I used to love Kanye, but he has totally lost me in these last five years. And I really just want him to take care of his mental health and leave the spotlight alone. That's honestly, truly what I would like him to do. Take care of his mental health, mind his business. I just want him to focus on making good albums again, because since he's lost it and become a crazy person in public, his music's been shit. That man hasn't made a new album in I don't know how long. Not a good one, at least. TJ, you have an election day update on some of the other ballot measures that people were voting on this week. Yes, George. If you can't believe it, America also voted on other things. Hey, I'm going to interrupt you. You'll want to repeat that. You said can't. You can't? What? What do you mean? Don't you mean, didn't you mean if you can believe it? No, is the phrase is can't, right? It just depends on what you're trying to convey. Would be can't, right? If you can't believe, if you can believe, it. oh, it is it can? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Like when oh. people say, I could care less. And it's like, okay, so you could care less. And it should be, I couldn't care less. It's not, I could care less? No, it's couldn't. I what? could care less. I oh, love my... Beyonce, but I really wanted to tell her that in some of the lyrics of her songs when she says, I could care less. And I'm like, Beyonce, that's not what you meant. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That's why I thought it was valid. Oh, my. Ah, let me stop taking grammar lessons from Beyonce. Yeah, George, if you can believe it, America also voted on other things besides the president. And that was called state elections. (laughs) Is that what it's called? (laughs) Yeah. The District of Columbia in Florida raised the minimum wage from seven fifty an hour to fifteen dollars an hour. It's been seven fifty an hour for the past decade, so that needs to happen. I don't even pay my babysitters that low, and I'm pretty dang cheap. <laughs> yeah. 
I might need a raise here soon, Abigail. Please. <laughs> She would never let you watch your Okay, That would be the most fabulous baby ever. That's oh my true, gosh. Jake. I can yeah. count on you to make sure that Jack is a fabulous right. boy. But he and already he would sing show tunes. Well, I already sing show tunes with him all the time. <laughs> exactly. So it would be like his mom never left. All he would do is put on a wig and come to your house and it wouldn't be a little different. TJ, fabulous and safe are not the same thing. And that's what's most important for Abigail's child. Thank you, Alex. Mom, you hired a guy to put on a wig and come to the house and pretend to be you my whole childhood. <laughs> that would be so weird. He would have some great stuff to discuss on dates and therapy. Oh, wait, I'm on the list. Okay. Next, we have New Jersey, South Dakota, Montana, and Arizona all passing legal marijuana laws to be smoked regularly. No, sorry, recreationally. (laughs) (laughs) Regularly. My bad. They elected to become potheads. Yeah. We're all doing it regularly. (laughs) Recreationally, not regularly. For some, it might be regularly. You'd think it'd be Georgia before South Dakota, but no, you would be wrong. Thank you. Not jealous at all. At least something's going on there, right? Besides, yeah, what else is there to more. do? With apologies to our South Dakota audience. They can be token it up in front of George Washington's giant mountain head, but we're over here just, just doing nothing, right? Like, ugh, just still. You got George for real. It's insane. Hello, it's Atlanta. Whatever. Okay. Anyways, now we go on to Oregon, legalizing magic mushrooms and decriminalizing heroin and cocaine. Yeah, they're all having a party in Portland next year in January when it becomes officially legalized. So, I think Portland is nuts. I gotta be honest. They've had quite a year of crazy town. They're all on mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, we should just legalize it. Though I hear if they're on psilocybin, it's possible that it could heal their inner being and clear some things up. I've heard this a lot. It's been found that magic mushrooms are a great treatment for depression and anxiety. I have heard that, truly. Great for them. And I'll I haven't heard that about heroin or cocaine. No. I guess exactly. the positive that comes from this is instead of putting people in jail for drug addiction or if you casually use heroin, people do that, right? Do they? If you casually use it and then you get caught with it, you can go to rehab instead of jail. And I like that option. I understand decriminalizing the harder drugs and trying to find other ways to treat those addictions. That makes sense. I am shocked beyond belief that in my lifetime, any state legalized the recreational use of magic mushrooms. I didn't see it coming. That's all I'm saying. I'm with you. 100. (laughs) Congrats to Oregon. Have a great trip. Now you have more ways to die on the Oregon Trail now. So good job. (laughs) Too soon. Too soon, TJ. Oh, my bad. Well, TJ, I got to tell you, I am sorry about how anxious ridden you've been. I know a lot of us have been feeling a lot of anxiety during this. And I like your list because it did give some nice, sweet relief. But if I'm honest, the thing I'm the most relieved about this week is that I'm not going to get any more terrible mail. 
about this stupid election. Some of the stuff that I've received has been wildly outrageous. And I wanted to tell you guys that if you didn't know, there is a group out there paid by the GOPAC Education Fund that will send you a piece of mail that says this. Dear Kevin, in our case, what if your neighbors knew whether you voted? All caps, people. We're sending this mailing with a list of who does and does not vote in your Um, area. Oh, my God. Wow. This is real. This is totally real. This is my mail. The chart shows the name of your neighbors, showing which have voted in the past. After the November 3rd election, we intend to update our chart to let you know how you're doing. Then you turn it over, and it has addresses one by one, mine included, with my husband's name, and for each year for the last 10 years showing if he voted or did not vote alongside our neighbors. And they sent this to everyone in my neighborhood. Oh my God. That is crazy. Oh my God. Also, by the way, didn't get it right because Kevin did vote and they were listing that he didn't. So I guess we're going to be hated on, but uh, he did vote. You better tell that to your neighbors before. No, I don't care. Look, come over to my house and try to talk to me about voting. See what happens. Like, I am just so dumb. You're like, do you want me to show you the sticker? I got the sticker. Right. I got it out of my face. I got stickers. I got stickers. So that was one that truly shocked me. Um, Some of the other notables that I received, I mean, I probably was getting 10, 10 ads a day in my mail. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would have rather gotten checks or something like that, but instead I'm getting things like this. Carolyn Bordeaux wants to leave our children vulnerable to predators by taking away their safety. Carolyn Bordeaux wants to defund the police and wreak havoc on law and order. Like, who says havoc? I mean, I'm just kind she of... She sounds horrible. She's terrible. Listen to this. Carolyn Bordeaux wants to raise taxes and ruin our way of life. <gasps> no. Oh, no. Bordeaux. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. I'm just thinking, who makes this stuff up? Because then I got one that said, meet crooked Kelly Loeffler. Senator Kelly Loeffler dumped millions in stock after coronavirus briefings. She's as crooked as a $3 bill. Crooked Kelly Loeffler enriching herself while Georgia suffers. Enriching. Okay, wow. What vocabulary book are we going for right now? Then my favorite last one was John Ossoff. A resume so fake, only Hollywood could write it. Policies policies so extreme, only Hollywood would want them. Ooh, I didn't know Hollywood was a bad word now. Ooh, Mm -hmm. Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Probably weird. Yeah, I yeah. just didn't know when Hollywood became an insult. I think that this whole thing has just been so shocking to me. Oh, we're really going to say that Carolyn Bordeaux wants children to be attacked by predators? What That's if she does? What if she likes feeding children to coyotes? Oh, man, yeah. I mean, I voted no for Bordeaux. 100. How could you not? Crooked, crooked, crooked. I counted seven times they used the word crooked on that. Seven I just am ready to watch YouTube again without a 30-second ad of vile garbage. I would just love to be a fly on the wall in that marketing meeting of, hey, what are things that are crooked? $3 bills. Yeah. (laughs) It's so stupid. That's it. That's the winner. $3 bills. 
I agree with you, Abby. I, I have seen some of the most ridiculous things from the Purdue campaign, from the Ossoff campaign, from everyone's campaign, honestly. And I'm just like, shut up. It feels like they got into a room of elementary school kids and said, all right, let her rip. Give us the best insults you've got. And then they just slapped them down word for word on a piece of yeah. Yeah. underneath. Ossoff is a meanie poopy head. I would have preferred that to what I was seeing. Um, <laughs> one kid just keeps yelling crooked, and they're like, oh, <laughs> fine. <laughs> exactly. The negative ads kill me the most. If I was in charge, they would totally be outlawed. You can make ads about you, but about nobody else. Right. Nobody ever lets me be in charge of the entire world. <laughs> Which is a mistake. I agree with that. Before we wrap up the election season, we thought that we should write some ads of our own. Ooh. Ooh. So I'm really excited about this. Would you like to kick us off, TJ? Certainly. It's 3 a.m. and the phone rings. Where are your children? Are they out playing in the street or cooking meth in Florida? And you know who's been to Florida? Alexandria Sweat. <laughs> Alexandria supports funding arts education. But what have the arts ever done for America? Last time I checked, Van Gogh only had one ear. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who even is Alexandria Sweat? Person? Woman? Man? Camera? TV? <laughs> we don't know. Do you? <laughs> Alexandria Sweat. Make America sweat again. <laughs> That's fantastic, TJ. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I love you, Alex. I would still vote for you. I think he really helped my campaign. So thank you, TJ. I appreciate your time. <laughs> it was a pleasure. She went to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Because that's about as tight as these connections these people are making are. I mean, that's just fantastic. All right, Alex, you're next. This is hard for me because I am a very nice person, and, and I can't be shady on purpose, but I tried my best. So here we go. George Kalouris is grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. <laughs> <laughs> Done. George Kaloris is grumpy. George Kaloris thinks Karens are cool. Omarosa is George Kaloris' favorite person. George Kaloris thinks Whitney Houston's death is a conspiracy. George Kaloris owns a Greek restaurant. What is he hiding? Mob ties? Is this your king? <laughs> Paid for by the offices of Alexandria Sweat. Oh, <laughs> nice. So funny. Nice. Uh, this is great. What is he hiding? <laughs> uh, All right. pita bread, probably. <laughs> yeah. Falafel? I yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. What is the secret mm -hmm. of the sauce? Mm -hmm. you guys. Mm -hmm. into it. So Look out. <laughs> Okay, all right, I got mine. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. Careless, reckless, wicked, Abigail Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We have to stop wicked Abigail Williams. Abigail claims she's a voice coach, but people are also saying her student, George Kaloris, is the worst singer in the world. 
<laughs> oh my god. Uh... Abigail alleges to be the daughter of a pastor, but yet has played witches on stage. <laughs> hmm. Abigail says she loves her family, but confessed to lying to her husband about dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and oh Abigail named her son Jack after serial killer Jack. <laughs> That's right. That was the inspiration. All it wasn't my grandfather. It was Jack the Ripper. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love that. This November, vote to save America's youth from the clutches of evil. Abigail Williams. Good for serial killers, bad for music, bad for Georgia. <laughs> Thank you, George. That has made my night, oddly <laughs> enough. <laughs> I'm going to get this recording and listen to it every day. I just love it. That's amazing. Oh, man. All right. Here we go. Oh, my TJ, God. Lone Ranger hating TJ Jackson <laughs> wants to take away the Electoral College and Daylight Savings Time as we know it. <laughs> Known for yep. getting thrown out of doctor's offices all across <laughs> the city, TJ has had disastrous effects on the nerves of fellow doctoral patients making up our general population. Mm -hmm. A heckler of the Andy Griffith Show, TJ despises wholesome television, hates whistling, and rejects our very way of life. He's been heard berating fishermen all around the Atlanta area just for trying to make a living and score a date on Tinder. <laughs> if Lone Ranger hater TJ Jackson is elected, podcasts across the globe could suffer disastrous effects. TJ doesn't listen to his own podcast. TJ won't listen to the people. Vote no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Lone Ranger hater, TJ yes. Jackson. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. I'd probably give great photos for that ad, too. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the ones of you looking like Pan the Man with your hair sticking up. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh my, my God. God. If I ever run for office, they'll have so much shit against me. I told Tabby that last night. I said, I think I'm going to run for state representative, but I don't think I can because I think, like, my MySpace from when I was in high school disqualifies <laughs> me. Yeah. Oh, Abigail yeah. Williams stole music on LimeWire. <laughs> right. Everybody, great job. <laughs> <laughs> Those are great. That's awesome. Now for something completely different. We have asked friend of the pod, our old co-host, Will Amato, to join us. How you doing, Will? Hey! hey. Hello, world! How are you? <laughs> I appreciate that. I totally respect that, dude. Thank you. That, folks, was an E chord. <laughs> I also can do a C chord. <laughs> wow, Will. That's real okay. fancy. I just like that you're asking the world so enthusiastically how they are when America's burning up in flames right now. <laughs> you know, I feel guilty about it, but the truth is, I had a great four years. I don't mean to pretend that things wouldn't have been better if someone else had been president. It's just this dumpster fire, I ended up in a lucky part of it. Underneath it. Underneath the dumpster, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this all has felt surreal. 
what if this is the altered timeline? What if there was the timeline where someone else won last time and then everything went to shit and we all died from coronavirus? And so the future people invented time travel, came back and changed things. And this is the good timeline. I rest at night thinking that might be. Oh my goodness. Oh, George, I'm so sorry it takes so much work for you to rest at night. <laughs> yeah. I didn't yeah. think we were doing that bad, if I'm honest with you, but I have been off of social media for a month. So I think perhaps I have rose-colored glasses because I'm just done with everybody's BS and I'm not looking anymore. You know what I don't want? Your unfiltered, non-contextualized thoughts about social and moral justice. I'm a little bit done with it, if I'm honest. I'm kind of done with it with everything. I don't want to hear your thoughts on Oreos. I don't care. <laughs> Keep it to your damn self. Okay, well, double stuff. Sorry, couldn't resist. Will, you've written a fun song. We wanted for you to help us end the episode in a great mood. The world needs you. The world oh needs gosh. Will Amato. I will yes. heed the call, funny people. <laughs> I am so here for you. I got to tell you, so much of the material that I've been writing has been in my office, in my house, which is the only place I go, like most of us. <laughs> and I wish I could say that I made this up and that this was a really funny, clever comedy sketch. But actually, George, Abigail, Alexandria, and TJ, it's amazing. I can see you all. I don't see many people. This is a 100% true story. Right. I look forward to hearing it. Well, I was quite prepared with solid intent for a company-wide talk that I had to present about a new line of business I was certain would make us all rich. Make us all rich. Yeah, but I couldn't have known that I'd meet my doom on a call with management over Zoom or that fate would send me to prison that very day. See, guys, everything's on Zoom now. I was on a Zoom meeting and things got weird. That doesn't sound right. It's right in the middle of a presentation. My graphics look great, and right when I started, my bulldog crept under my desk and farted. The smell was so bad, the neighbors complained three houses down. Three houses down. The face I made was so grotesque that I coughed and I wheezed on top of my desk, and I told everyone that my allergies were flaring up bad. Oh, it was real rough. Still, I kept on trucking because I'm real first class till a full-screen view of my kitty cat's ass interrupted my thought process and the CEO started to laugh. When I moved on to business strategy, the dog chased the cat in a circle round me till I was spinning in my rolly chair like a carnival ride. The man from HR said him a prayer when a piece of my shirt got stuck in the chair. And I stood up too quick and revealed I wasn't wearing no pants. When you enter your chat room, avoid your dog's perfume. And never let your cat inside the room. Let your career advance by always wearing pants, <laughs> or else you'll be a laughing stock on Zoom. Would you believe it gets worse? Oh, no. My head was still spinning, and I couldn't ignore the man with a leaf blower right next door, making so much ruckus that I couldn't even hear myself think. 
when I opened the window to give him what for, I leaned out so far that my feet left the floor till I was halfway out the window with my bum stuck up in the air. <laughs> my colleagues dismissed me as mentally ill when my drawers got stuck on the edge of the sill and I fell out the window butt naked for the whole world to see. <laughs> My nads were exposed and my chest was bare. I gave the man with the leaf blower quite a scare. And I never would have guessed that a school bus would happen on by. <laughs> the children were laughing with a lack of respect at the anatomy lesson that they didn't expect. So I chased them down just to tell them how badly I felt. The driver caused an unfriendly malay. Then the cops showed up. And they took me away. Evidently, indecent exposure is a serious crime. Well, I wore my birthday suit and gave a bus pursuit. And now I'm stuck inside an institute. My boss got so annoyed that now I'm unemployed. I'll always be a laughing stock on Zoom. Hey! Hey! That was awful. Well, I don't think I've ever heard anybody sing about their nads on a podcast. <laughs> it's a historic yeah, first. Yeah. yeah, we've got so many of those. Thank you for contributing. <laughs> But that could be the first. Thank you, funny people. Thank you for understanding and just hearing my story. You know? It sounds like a really harsh day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was rough. So uh, if anyone knows anyone hiring. Yeah, no. <laughs> you need to go unhirable for a while after all of that. You need to go on a retreat. Oh, okay. You need to put professional NAD anatomy professor on your resume. That's good. <laughs> That's really good. Pretty strong, yeah. right? <laughs> that's a job that's in high demand. I don't see how you can get this. I would imagine so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just a really expert, learned man on the anatomy of nads. <laughs> Some guys <laughs> to be. I think you may have inadvertently described 2020 for so many people. <laughs> I think this was a metaphor, perhaps. An allegory? Is that what they're called? George, help me out. Will, you're in writing school. What's the word? You know what, I'm just in my first year of writing school, so maybe next year I'll come back and tell you. Thanks for lifting our spirits, Will. Yeah, thank you, Will. My pleasure. Thank you. Always great to see you all, and I wish you well. Thank you. I've enjoyed the show. And uh, to all the listeners, thanks for tuning in to the Funny People I Know podcast. It's uh, always a pleasure to to listen when I'm walking my gassy bulldog. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, this has been another episode of The Funniest People I Know. Thank you so much to Will Amato for joining us. We record for the Georgia Radio Reading Service. Thank you to our amazing producer, Jane Boynton, who edits the show. Thank you, Jane. Jane! If you enjoy the show, please review, like, subscribe, share it with a friend. We're available on every service, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Podcasts. You can email us at funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at funniestpeopleiknow. Have a hilarious week. Bye. Bye.